0: Hi everyone, another empowering story today with a special guest here with me and a special topic we'll be covering, diversity and inclusion. I have Rabia Wadzia joining me today, who is a user experience designer, a brand strategist and a mentor to young professionals in the technology industry. Rabia, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. You have worked in many companies, especially startups, helping them to accelerate their growth You have experience in large data-driven projects in the business and technology industries across three different continents, both in the public and private sector. And what I find super inspiring is that at such a young age, you've managed to not only get recognized in your own profession, but also become your own business owner and a mentor. But before all that, I want to ask you, how hard was it for you to get into a male-dominated industry in the first place?
1: Yeah, that is a fabulous question and I think this is something that a lot of women uh, struggle with all the time. So for me it was really interesting because I think the environment that you have at home really does make a big difference and my dad being the amazing man that he is, he's never put that even, this thought wasn't even in our minds as growing up that we were like anything different than boys. Um, So the way he raised us, um, that was just a part of our normal existence. It's just like anything that anyone can do, you can do it. So I think that sort of mentality growing up really did help me because like that wasn't even a thought for my mind going into this profession. It's just like, oh, it's a male-dominated field, or oh, I'm going to struggle or whatever. Um, just because it wasn't something that I grew up with. It wasn't really a part of my like normal existence. Um, but as you grow older and you start to realize um that these are realities of life, there are things that are happening around you that may not be necessarily working in your favor. Um, and you do start to learn to kind of uh take those challenges on and deal with them as they come. I don't think it's any easier for guy uh, like men versus women because men have their own challenges as they come as well. And along with my journey, like, yes, I've had challenges, but I've also had a lot of great people in my life. Um, a lot of men and women who have mentored me, who've guided me, who've really been um, giving me the guidance that I need to take the next steps. So, I just kind of take it as part of life. There's always going to be challenges and um, I just try to take it one step at a time and then see what comes of it. I just don't think of it as a hurdle really. I just think of it as an opportunity is something that you have to
0: overcome. Fantastic. And that shows quite a lot about your mindset as well. Your profession though, and your industry are quite dominated by males, especially white males higher up in the hierarchy. Um, How were you able to get promoted and to get recognized and elevate your profile?
1: I think you have to take ownership of your own career. I think that's the biggest thing that I've been uh, taught over the years by my mentors, male and female. Uh, They've said that it it is your own responsibility. Like if you want to do something, you have to take the ownership for that um, and make it happen. No one is going to just hand something to you on a silver platter. So everything that you're going to bring into your career, you have to go after it. You have to look for those opportunities. You have to prepare yourself, like your own skills. um, And as well, as just be on the lookout for the opportunities that are available. So even though it is a male-dominated field, the beautiful thing about being in tech is that it is something that you can do remotely and that opens up a ton of opportunities and this is something that I really encourage women uh, to really think about is that this is something that can be a really beautiful fit for you um, to have a work-life balance in your life and that was one of the major things that really did attract me towards having a tech career even though traditionally um, you wouldn't think of you know anything in the um, a tech industry as being something that women would want to pursue, mostly because there's all this, like, are the, all these myths around, oh, it's really hard, it's like very... Um, you know, you're not going to be able to survive, all those things. And it's really not that hard. It's just that you have to put your mind to it Um, and you have to find things because tech itself now, because it becomes so mainstream, there are so many different things, even within the tech space that you can look into that might not be necessarily just coding. Right. So traditionally, we think of being in tech as learning to code or really high mathematical formulas that we're trying to figure out. And that's not the case. There is a lot of different things that you can do within this space you can still stay in management side you can still even do um, like project management is a great example of that you don't necessarily have to code but you can still be in a tech area like space industry so there's a lot of things that you can do and even though it is a male-dominated space um, you can really find a way to make your own world in here especially because you have so many opportunities available to you because of the online nature of this uh, industry
0: fantastic you make it sound almost easy to enter this industry <laughs> awesome um, what was challenging for you though did you have any challenges
1: yeah I think there's a few challenges I think the biggest one that you have to kind of overcome is your own mental um it, the blocks that you have in your own own head first of all it's just you feel like oh what if I'm I'm not good enough all this like um, negative thoughts that you have going on and you have had an imposter syndrome I think that's a big one too like I still struggle with that and it's something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with it's just like they feel like they might not be able to deliver they might not be able to like speak their mind in meetings um, and it can be really intimidating when you are like there's 20 other people there in a room who have a ton of more experience and you're having to make a point and you're selling them on something and you're convincing other people to follow what you see as a vision for this project. So it really is interesting to have that um, as part of your journey, because it is something that is challenging, but it is something that helps you grow and it does get easier and easier um, as you get in more yourself more into those situations Um, but then it's also gets challenging as well in the sense that you will find bigger better opportunities and then it gets scary all over again so you just have to keep going out of your circle uh, your comfort zone and take on those challenges just have this mindset that it's okay to fail i think that's one of the biggest things that you can be saying to yourself is just like it's okay give yourself permission to fail
0: beautiful Um, And imposter syndrome is something that actually quite a lot of people experience and quite often as well. And it is very common. Uh, How did you overcome that? Did you have any tips or uh, did you have a specific way in which you found the strength to overcome these obstacles and especially imposter syndrome?
1: yeah i really do like to tell myself that if anyone can do it i can do it um if there's like i have a brain just as much as like every other human being on the planet and like if i can utilize it then i can do it and the other thing is like you have to really work on your craft and the the skills that you have you have to really spend the time like to develop those skills and the more Um, comfortable you get in the skills, the more competent you feel. And that really helps with building your confidence to be able to say, yeah, I can do this. It's not a problem at all. Um, So just really one, saying to yourself that it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's like flying to the moon, I can figure it out. Everything is figure outable, as Marie Forleo says. Um, and uh, second thing is just really working on your craft. I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough time. Uh, so you really do have to be patient with it. And you have to really spend those like 10,000 hours that they say to get to a level of competence where you're like, yes, I can do this. And like, I've done this in the, in the past. And with every opportunity, you get better. So that's really been the biggest thing for me is just like taking all the opportunities um, and just learning from each one of them and just making sure that it doesn't get overwhelming for me. Like sometimes I'm just like, I'll just take one bit at a time, just one step at a time. (laughs) And then don't
0: think about the really overwhelming things that you have to do. And that's a really clever way to keep making progress as well. So I guess you got that feeling of satisfaction every single time you completed one step at a time, right? Perfect. For sure. Perfect. And how important is your mindset in all of this? How important has it been for you?
1: I think that's been the biggest factor that really does make the 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 biggest difference in like saying that I can do this versus you can't do it. Because if you feel like, it's too much, you're never even going to step into the arena, right? Like you have to just take that leap of faith and be like, okay, whatever it is, even if I fail, it's okay. I'll learn from the experience. It's okay to just take that chance and say yes to the opportunity. I Like i always go in with a very positive attitude, sometimes like overconfidence, um, just because I feel like over the years and I think this comes with time as well as you have done that in the past and it has been successful where you've said yes to an opportunity that you weren't fully prepared for you say say yes to that and then you're able to deliver you figure it out sometimes the next time around that you do it you feel like okay I've done this like I've taken this leap before and I was okay I've I'm still surviving. I'm still breathing. So it's going to be okay. Um, so then the next time you're going to be saying yes to something that's super scary, um, then it becomes a lot easier. But the first yes is the hardest. The first time you do something or you want to take that first step, that's going to be the most challenging. And then you slowly start to build momentum. It's, it gets all. It's becomes a lot easier as you start to do things because you become more competent in your own ability to do things. that really helps with your confidence and eventually you're like oh I you feel like you've been doing this it's just like learning to walk right or like learning to drive it's any other skill Um, like the first time you drove it must have been a really really scary feeling like I remember when I first started driving I was like I'm too tiny for this car. I'm not sure if I can do this. And my instructor, he was, God bless his soul. um, He was such an amazing man. He's like, it's okay. If you break the car, I'm not going to say anything to you. You can just break the car. And I think that really helped me in just like taking that fear away of just, it's okay. Like whatever happens, he will figure it out. Having that like mindset of just go with it and you'll figure it out. That like took out so much fear from the situation. So. I think you have to give yourself that permission as well that it's okay, like doesn't matter, you'll figure it out. And that really helps with the mindset part.
0: I really wanna pause here because that is a very important sentence that you've said and a very important point that you've raised. It is really, really important to actually take that first step, whatever the outcome is, whatever the anticipated outcome is, just take your chances, make that first step and don't be afraid of the outcome because whatever the outcome is, it's gonna make you learn something or it's gonna make you build upon your success. So just go for it. It's really important what you said. Thank you for reiterating that so well. Um, How important was it for you to stay focused on your goals? And did you have to stay focused on your goals as you were growing in your career?
1: Yeah, I think focus is one of those things that as an entrepreneur, I really had to work on uh, just because I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people struggle with this, but I have like shiny object syndrome everything i see i'm like i want to do this i'm pretty sure i can do this i have this like overconfidence of like it doesn't matter what it is i'm like i'm definitely going to be able to do this um so being able to focus on one thing and making that your um like area of expertise and focusing on that and honing your skill in that Um, it does make like the biggest difference. And you really have to be consistent with it because you can't do one thing for like five days and expect it to like give you any sort of results. It doesn't work in any area of life. You know, like there was this thing I was watching by Simon Sinek and he was talking about it's the little things and the consistencies that matter. So like if you brush your teeth for one day for five hours, it's not going to give you the same results. You have to do it for two minutes every day. And that's what's going to give you the results, right? It's the same with like being a good leader. Like you have to keep doing those things consistently or showing your loved ones that you care. You can't just like spend one whole day with someone that you love and expect them not to like, just take that for the rest of their lives. And it's okay. Like you don't ever have to show any love again. It's the little things that you do It's the little consistencies in your life that make the biggest difference. Same as working out, right? Like you can't work out for a good whole day and then not work out for three weeks. Like it just doesn't work like that. So that's the same thing with business as well it's the the little things that the consistencies that you build into your lifestyle it's just like waking up at a particular time it is waking um it's having a consistent schedule i think that for me made a big difference is having a schedule is just making sure that you're putting those time blocks away for, okay, I'm going to do this for the next two hours. I'm going to do this for X amount of time. And just having that structure in your life that does make a big difference and it helps you focus. Um, and yeah, 100%, you definitely need to figure out a what it is that you want to do and why do you want to do it like what is the motivating factor internally for you and each person is going to be different um there's this thing called ikigai it's a japanese philosophy i don't know if you're familiar with it but i for me it was really interesting to kind of go through that exercise and just be like what's important to me and why am i doing it and it kind of just brings everything together and that helps you focus once you're clear on like okay this is what i want to do This is why I want to do it. And that helps you get clarity around what you want.
0: Fantastic. And did you have to build a routine for yourself and create new habits as well? Did you have to reintroduce? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that was the biggest struggle for me. And I still struggle with it sometimes. It's just like having that routine. Like when you're in like grade school and when you're in university you've always like for a really long period like 20 plus years of your life you've had a routine and then when you're working in like a corporate sector which I did for a number of years I had my nine to five like there was all this routine there Um, and then when you start your own thing all of a sudden you have this freedom to just like and then the time goes by so fast it's crazy you don't even realize and you're just like i don't know where the time went and that's where like you really have to implement those like time blocks uh we just started doing i'm just like i'm going to set aside time for each specific thing and like you have to plan it out ahead of time so you know and you have those things like planned out so you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing at this time it's not like you have to have that structure in your life Um, Just pretend the same thing that you were doing at work that you have to have that like okay take that time from like 9 to 12 to do something and then I usually put in a break the same as I would have had at work, Um, and then I do like evenings. Um, like afternoon times I have a different like set of tasks that I assign for myself and in in this like there no one is there to kind of tell you to do something so you have to be your own boss and like tell yourself what to do Um, so it can be challenging
0: uh, because you can literally spend the
1: whole day watching tv if you don't do that
0: absolutely It is challenging, I know, and uh, I have many clients that struggle with that as well, but it is also very rewarding once you set up your new habits and your new routine, right? And I think it's important to say that once you are consistent, as you said before with that, your body and mind starts anticipating, starts expecting it, and starts expecting that you will do an activity, you'll perform a certain activity and it becomes easier as time goes by. I mean, you didn't build the nine to five routine all of a sudden from school to going to work, it, it went, um, incrementally it was built up, right? And you created that as time went by. So in this way, you can also just create a new habit and it is very rewarding at the end. So it's really uh, good to hear you saying that you have created your own routine and it works so well for you. It's really empowering. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So how um how did positive thinking impact your your development and your business's development as well
1: that's a good question. I think having a positive mindset in everything, it makes the biggest difference. It can literally be the difference between the success of a project and a success, a, a, a project not being so successful. Um, and having that mindset behind it is what's going to kind of determine the the results because the situation can be anything really. And if you go in with a negative attitude and you're like, oh, it's not going to happen, it's not going to work, guess what? It's not going to work. like it's that simple. like you're you're self prophesizing, you're literally just like leading yourself down that path. So for me, it's really important to just always have that like, yes, I can do it. It's really important to say, yes, it's going to be an amazing project. I envision it to be a successful project. I envision it to be something that like I'm going to present this and everyone is going to be like, wow, this is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. like I want to have this like in my head ingrained It's just like, doesn't matter what it is I'm going to give it my all my heart and soul put everything into it and then I want that to be a successful project I want it to have like this sort of results and I envision it I go in thinking that okay this is what's going to happen and it's going to give me that like like it it gets rid of my nerves essentially it's just like it makes me feel better it's just to pretend that everything is good and it's perfect um, and usually it is it works for me and it's been like a weird, weird strategy that I've used for a really long time so even when I was in university I would go into presentations and I would imagine like everyone saying wow this is the most amazing presentation we've ever seen or like my professor giving me a compliment or something along those lines and that would really help me calm down because I was just like oh in my mind I've already done it and then it went well so like I have nothing to worry about <laughs> so that would be like my technique for making myself calm down and like be able to do those presentations and usually the results was good so I think as long as you're feeling confident and you feel like you've given it your 110 percent then it makes it a lot easier for you to go in with that like positive mindset and be able to accomplish the goals that you've set for yourself.
0: I think actually that um, exercise that you you're doing it actually helps quite a lot it's a visualization exercise and it's very very powerful we don't quite appreciate how powerful it can be but it is really powerful so thank you for suggesting that Um, did you however feel like you stand out um, at any point in your career did you walk in a room and you felt like oh I'm the only woman or I'm very young or anything like that that stopped you from feeling confident for a second and how did you overcome it at that point
1: yeah I'm usually the one standing out (laughs) in most of the meetings that I go to uh and that's for a number of reasons I'm usually probably the youngest one there I'm usually like the only hijabi there I'm usually like one of the few or the only female there so I I I normally do stand out and over the years I've started like when I first started my career it was very overwhelming if you have someone like five different people who are like really like senior in their career and you're trying to present your idea and it's just really nerve wracking. But over the years, I've come to realize that this can definitely be used as a strength and um, it's not a bad thing to be the only one who has a different perspective or someone who just stands out in a different way. And I don't take that as a negative thing anymore. Over the years, like I've had a lot of opportunities because I was given because of the fact that I was a female or because I was in a, like I bring in a different mindset or a different perspective on things. Um, So it's actually been really helpful as as you have the confidence, and I think that's the biggest thing, is to just speak your mind. Um, be able to, don't be afraid to say what's on your mind or give an opinion or something. If you have something that you feel should be said, don't be hesitant to say it. It's okay. Sometimes I'd be like, "Hello, I have something to say." It's okay. Just say it. Nothing bad is going to happen. And then over time, when people start to see that you're your value, like you're bringing value to the table, you have something important to say it becomes a lot easier because then everyone starts paying attention to you and it regardless of your gender or like any other thing that makes you stand out it doesn't matter it's the same case with any meeting any situation is that it takes time to build that trust and when you are in a new environment yes it might be a little bit challenging for you to gain that trust of your peers or your colleagues um or your senior management but once they know that you have something of value to add to the conversation it shouldn't be a problem most of the times I've been told to be like okay you take the lead on this you do this um just because I was not hesitant to you know I didn't just stay quiet sitting quietly sitting at the table and not saying anything I'm usually the one who's like I'd like to say something <laughs> and the more you <laughs> yeah I, I I'm I'm that person <laughs> so I I usually like to just contribute and like just have that conversation open up the conversation and that has really helped me over the years and to, like different opportunities have been offered to me just strictly because of the fact that they liked me in one situation and other things have come out of that so don't be afraid to just speak your mind.
0: I really love your perception on this subject matter because I also think that way. And I've experienced the same being young and being woman uh, in a room, walking in a room with lots of male professionals. But I think you're absolutely right. Whilst you can perceive it as something really negative if you stand out, it can be also a very positive thing, right? Because you do get noticed. And if you have something to say, to say that, just be brave enough to say that because you do get noticed even more. And it's a very powerful thing to have. Fantastic. Um, in which way, I know you talked about um, your father being a great figure for you and influencing you a lot during your upbringing, but in which way did your background overall, your values and beliefs helped you succeed um, in life?
1: Yeah, I think the environment that you get at home does make the biggest difference. And I feel really blessed and I am eternally grateful to my parents for providing us with that sort of environment where we were allowed to experiment. We were never told, no, don't do this. Don't like do it this way or whatever. We were given that like free reign to do whatever we wanted. And our dad was, especially my dad, my mom as well, but like my dad especially, he would like, want us to explore and be creative we used to do experiments like science experiments at home we would make like little lava things and um you know we would go into the forest and pick out different types of tree plant- like leaves and then we would go and do research on which type of plant it is so we've always had this sort of environment around us to so just be curious and i think that really and then just have the imagination like we would tell stories and make up stories and just like use all parts of our brain away. <laughs> so I think that really helped me like as I grew up and realizing that it's okay to be curious, ask questions. I was never told no to any question. So from my really young age, I probably drove my parents insane. But I was never like they never said no to asking questions. It doesn't matter what it is, they would encourage that. In fact, so as I grew older, um, it just in my career I'm always curious I'm always trying to look for like why it is that we're doing something a certain way or like what is the root cause for xyz problem Um, so I'm always like that curious like kid still in a weird way who's asking for those questions trying to solve problems trying to figure out the situations and I think it does start really early at home and that environment that you have of just like I, I was never afraid to ask questions so I like growing up, like even in school, university, whatever, I've always been a really curious person. And I think that's what's been really at the foundation of what I even do now is I ask questions. That's like essentially what I do and I try to solve problems. So that really does make a big difference. It's just like the environment that you get at home, that makes a difference. And if you don't have that environment, you can learn from you know like you can learn to read or go find yourself mentors or there's a lot of different ways that you can do that for even yourself if you don't have that environment at home um but it's just yeah that does make a huge difference in terms of like how you're going to proceed uh later on in your career and those things do make like the biggest difference yeah
0: and you can always just surround yourself actually with people that want to see you grow right that is a very important thing too that's really lovely and and it's really really amazing hearing your background and your uh, story about your family it's really really beautiful Um, what if you had to pick one one thing one factor what would you say is the differentiating factor in your success what made a difference
1: I think just having that mindset that I can do it and that I would definitely give credit to my dad for that one just because he always just like encouraged us and he has like professionally he's in software development as well so he worked in that space so when we were really young like I was always around tech I was always around technology like Laptops, everything. Even back in the day when like internet wasn't even around, we had internet at our house. So like, it's been something that was ingrained into my existence from a really early age. So that really made a big difference. And over the years, I've had mentors um, and people in my life that have also guided me um, in like making those decisions into because I, I didn't always like I started out in the business space. Um, tech wasn't like my first uh, career. Uh, so I started out in business. That's what my undergrad is in. Um, And then over the years being um, in different work environments, I started to realize that this is something that I'm really passionate about. I really enjoy doing it. Um, And just even taking inventory for yourself, because a lot of times people don't really think about, like they don't take the time to think about who they are and what they're doing and why they're doing it. And where do they want to go? A lot of times we just go through the motions and like, I did that for a really long time as well. It's not to say that I didn't do that. But like, at a certain point in my life, I started to be like, what is it that I'm doing? Like, what am I doing? And why am I doing it? So that really, like, asking yourself those questions and being aware, I think that does make a difference as well. And then making that conscious effort to have a certain type of life or a plan for yourself. And then taking ownership of that. Because if you're just put in that like traditional way of doing things you're just going to go through the cycles and like at the end of the day you're like where did my life go um and a lot of people wake up in that situation they're like in their 60s and they're just like ready to retire and they're like oh wow okay time went really fast and I have no idea what I've done with my life So I didn't want to be in that situation for me. It was just like I would rather do something totally different and experiment with it. And if I fail, okay, that's cool. I will figure it out. I'll still be okay. Um, But for like I I was afraid of just being stuck in doing one thing for the next 30, 35 years. And then at the end of the day, wondering what did I do? Like it is definitely a harder path I've chosen for myself but it is a conscious effort because I envision myself to be to have a certain type of life like I want to have that freedom to be able to work from anywhere to be able to spend time with my family and my loved ones um, and be able to travel to different parts of the world and still have that financial like part covered. I don't want to have to worry about that. I want to be able to. So this is the type of life that I envisioned for myself. And then I had to consciously take those steps to get there. So I think that would be the differentiating factor is that I consciously sat there and thought about what I wanted. And this is the vision for my life. And now I'm working towards it. It's not perfect in any way, but at least it's getting to, okay, these are the things that are important to me. These are the values that I hold near and dear to my heart. Like family has always been very important to me. So I don't want to have to compromise on that just because I'm stuck in a corporate role somewhere and I can't get out. Like I want to be able to see and experience all those things with my family. I. But that being said, as a female, I don't want to like compromise on my career either. I wanted both. So tech seemed to be like a really good mix of those worlds. So...
0: Brilliant. And it sounds like um, your father has been a role model for you growing up, hasn't he? Um, I think the importance of having a role model and mentors is absolutely um, significant. So is that what made you navigate towards becoming a mentor yourself for young professionals? Is that the importance that you saw in that?
1: 100%. I am so in love with this idea of mentors and being and talking to people who've experienced it because they can save you literally so many years of your life instead of you trying to figure out like something from scratch it's like reinventing the wheel if you speak to someone who's already done it you can get all that information in a really short amount of time and why would you want to waste your time trying to figure it out from scratch if you can learn it from someone who's already done it and I think this is the biggest value that you get from mentors is to have people who've been like who've been through that experience and it it can be in any sort of experience right it doesn't have to be professionally it can be in your relationships it can be in your. Um, figuring out your career like any type of mentors that you have or coaches that you have I think they bring so much value because they've been through that uh, journey themselves they understand the the drawbacks or like where the pitfalls are so they can save you from that and like really give you a roadmap to where you want to go and because they have that experience that's where they really bring in the value and it's just like to me it's like going into a journey without really knowing where you're going if you don't really speak to a mentor right like you're just like fumbling around trying to figure out what you're doing but the biggest thing that like a mentor or a coach or someone who's in that like capacity can give you is the 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 path to where you want to go and they can help you or guide you to that destination. And to me, that's been like the biggest, like amazing part of being a mentor is watching people go from not having any experience in this space to actually starting um, like their careers and then doing well. I think that to me, just like watching a child grow up, it's so exciting to me. I just love doing that. Um, so yeah, that is definitely for me, I've had a lot of mentors in my life and that has really helped me in my career. And I still do rely on those people very heavily for advice and for just like bouncing ideas off of them, or even for networking, um, getting into a lot of these circles that you might not have access to directly, but if someone connects you to an X, Y, Z person, it just makes your life so much easier. Like you wouldn't have access to those things otherwise. So I consciously go in and find those people, connect with them, build those relationships. And it's something that you should plan for the rest of your life. It's not something that's like a one-time relationship. Um, It is something that you can keep going back to over and over again. Because if they're like X amount of years senior to you, they will still continue to have all that experience regardless of where you are in life. Um, So I just love that. And I think it just saves you so much time. That's the biggest thing. Like you don't have to go through the same struggles that they've experienced already.
0: They can just save you all the heartache and like lead you to the pot of gold, if you will. Absolutely, yeah, fantastic. Very well said. And it is really important because it helps you grow and learn when you have a mentor and it's really, really important for you. So what is the first thing that you are teaching your mentees? What's the first thing that you're telling them? The first thing that you're focusing
1: on? The first thing I do is really, um, I get them to really deeply think about like where they are. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: what are what are the those key important things in their life? Because a career is just one bit of your life, but I want you to have like a full life that you're, happy about and you're just like fulfilled with and there's just so many different parts of your life like you don't want to feel like okay if you're just focusing on work and this is the only thing that you're doing and you're neglecting like your relationships or you're neglecting your health or any of those other pillars I call them if those things are not being taken care of your whole life goes out of whack so I really do want you to think very ser- seriously about the overall vision for your life what is it that you imagine yourself to be in like 5 10 15 years from now like how do you where do you want to live like do you want to have kids do, do you want like what you, just the nitty-gritty details of everything that you want in your life right so depending on where you are and that's where I start off. And I really do love doing that exercise. The EK guy one is just like really deeply think about like what is important to you? What is the value that you're bringing to the world? Um, and go through that exercise and find something that's really a combination of all of those things. That's like fulfilling your soul. You want to feel like you're helping people and, or like whatever it is, like for me, it's helping people. That's what like genuinely brings me joy is to watch someone to go from like, not having clarity on what they want and like having a career that they're really passionately in love with to me that's what's really important but for each person it's going to be different so whatever it is to you that's important that is what you should focus on and then build your life around that and take ownership of that um part of it um because if you just keep going through the motions time just goes by so fast these days like 2021 is a complete blur to me I don't know where this year went (laughs) but it does um like you have to really think about what you want and then just move towards those goals and For a year, like one year plan, I do like to focus on just like one thing. I want to do that here. One to two major things. Um, Because if you have too many things going on, it just, you don't get anything done. I feel very overwhelmed. Yeah. So I like to focus on just like one or two things. These are my priority for this year. And if I've accomplished that, I'll be happy. And it's like, good to go. (laughs) So this is how I like to start off. It's just like, have a good understanding of like, what is the
0: big picture? Awesome. Awesome. I have one final question for you today. What is the message you would like to pass on to young people who are just starting out, but are scared of failing or lack confidence and they don't want uh, to fail? Basically, they don't want to just uh, make their first steps and then they don't know what the outcome will be. Will it be negative? Will it be positive? How do you overcome that? What is the message you would like to send to them?
1: I would just say do it. Honestly, nothing bad happens. All of these fears that we have put in our head are usually just in our head. In reality, all these things that we are expecting to happen never actually happen. Uh, So it doesn't matter like what your background is. If you are looking to get into, especially if you're looking to get into a tech career, just do it because, especially because of COVID now, things really have changed in dramatically over the last year or so. Um, Like we were expecting this change, but not as quickly as it has happened in the last year, just because everything has gone virtual from schools to retail to everything is happening online now. So there is a huge surge of demand for tech careers. And I was just reading this study a couple of days ago, like in the UK, two thirds of the workforce does not have the technical skills required to be able to do their jobs and this gap this talent gap is growing at an exponential rate not just only the, in the uk but on a global level so if you're in a if you're looking to get into a tech career i would say do it um speak to someone who's already in there book those like um virtual coffees if you will or if you want to speak to a uh, mentor i'm like i would definitely recommend speaking to someone about like This is what i'm thinking of doing this is the path that i have so you can save yourself some time and really you can get from not having a tech career to a tech career within a span of six months and that's the beautiful thing about this space is that you don't need a four-year degree or it can happen very quickly within a short amount of time and you can be earning a good amount of money and i would say just do it and you will figure out different ways excuse me of being in this space so for anyone who is hesitant, please do not hesitate. And I really, really want to encourage all the girls, all the women out there, regardless of what age you are, it doesn't matter. Like you can definitely get into the space and really enjoy it and have a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I would say just do it. Don't be afraid. It's okay. You'll be fine.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Rabia, thank you so much for joining me today. It was absolutely lovely talking to you. It was really fascinating um, discussion. I really, really enjoyed it actually. I hope you did too. And I must say, I think I speak for everyone who will listen to this, but you've changed our perception when it comes to diversity and inclusion, first of all, but also confidence and also habits and how do you build up your routine in order to succeed in life. So thank you so much for that. Thank you so
1: much for having me. It's been a pleasure.